There are some moments in life that help us to pinpoint the problem, that help us to understand the type of thorn that is in our side, and that help us to locate it so that we might remedy the situation. That's the thing about pain and healing is that we have to come to understand the source of what ails us so that we might be able to apply the medicine that can heal us. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app for iPhone. Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast, and I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. This week brings with it a very important full moon. This full moon is in Libra. It is happening on Wednesday, April the 5th, and it will be the apex of the week. That midweek point is going to be very important because it's going to most likely bring about a poignant event for us. And that event will have something to do with unlocking the psychic knot of pain that we personally and or collectively carry with us, maybe both. Listen, we have to, again, know where the thing is that hurts us, what it is, so that we can massage it, so that we can apply ointment to it, so that we can direct our awareness and energy towards it, so that it can get an infusion of warmth and circulation to it. We need circulation in order to heal if we're talking physically, but also intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, anything that is stagnant and locked in a pattern of pain has to be addressed. It has to be massaged. It has to be opened up in some way, shape or form. And again, this full moon brings us that type of awareness and maybe even that type of medicine. Why? Well, at the moment of the full moon, so the full moon is going to happen in Libra, and 180 degrees across from that full moon is the sun in Aries. And it just so happens that the sun and this minor planet called Chiron are going to come together at the moment of the full moon, like just before it and during it. Chiron was the centaur in the Greco-Roman pantheon that was more geared towards understanding healing. And he wasn't as ferocious as the rest of the centaurs, right? So he was different then. He was apart from. He was trying to, or he was just naturally fitted to cultivating his other senses. The other centaurs were said to be kind of like raucous and they were destructive and they were always fighting. And Chiron was a great healer and teacher. Chiron learned the plants, learned medicine, and then taught healing and medicine to other gods in that pantheon. So Chiron is that kind of archetypal teacher, healer, and wisdom holder. And after becoming a great teacher and healer 
and a wisdom holder of plants and plant medicine and salves and cures, Chiron gets wounded himself and cannot heal the wound. It's often thought that Chiron got the wound and then became a great healer, but that's not true. Chiron was already a great healer and then was wounded. And the wound never healed. So Chiron is the ever-bleeding wound. So Chiron teaches us of the archetypal experience of having a wound that doesn't heal. I know it goes against every New Age philosophy, but hear me out on this one. Sometimes we might not heal from something totally, but a relationship to that thing changes. And that thing that has been a thorn in our side or a break, a fracture in our heart or our soul is the thing that teaches us and informs us the most. Sometimes that's true. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it should be that way. I'm just saying that I don't know about you, but there are things in my life that I'm not sure I'm ever going to totally heal from. And I'm also okay with it because those wounds have become a source of how I've cultivated wisdom over a long period of time, a lot of therapy, a lot of friendship, a lot of help from every single person in my life. And I keep going back to it, but every time I go back to it, I'm a different person because I have visited that place so many times. Each time I come back, I've grown a little and yeah, I've healed a little. And so that wound is not the same kind of monster it used to be for me. And maybe one day I will totally heal from it. I'm not saying that that's impossible. I'm just saying I'm not sure it's the point. I'm not sure it's even the best thing for me. I think I want to be okay with knowing that some of these things, my abandonment issues, you know, fill in the blank, <laughs> one of the many issues, take your pick, that I have, they're not something that I need to push away from. And they're not something that I need to go away or that I need to cut out of my being. They're a part of me and they inform me and they teach me and they show me how to be the person that I needed so that those things wouldn't have happened to me. They are the things that help me to be the kind of person that I want to be in the world because I don't want to be that. And I don't want to repeat that. And I don't want to create that for other people. So what's the kind of work that I need to do to make sure that I am the interruption in that pattern? Okay, that's a long way to say this full moon is going to bring about some kind of personal collective healing that will be really important that will also articulate the wound. We don't want to perpetuate it ever, ever. And I think a way to not perpetuate harm is to understand how we've been harmed, how we've been harmful, and to say, okay, I want to know this deeper so that I don't repeat it and so that I can witness it outside of myself and say, oh, that's that thing. That's not okay. I'm going to do what I can to interrupt it whenever I can. So for what it's worth, this full moon seems to be quite healing <laughs> and it might 
bring up a source of pain for some of us. For some of us. For some of us, it might not at all. Like we might have a experience where we're feeling the healing work that we've done. So hold space for that possibility too. You can be like, oh, wow, okay, that's the scar tissue. I can massage this. I can work on this. I can get acupuncture for this. I can help to flood this part of my psyche or myself with light and with circulation. I keep saying light, warmth, circulation because Chiron and the sun are having what we call a Kazemi, right? Chiron is entering the heart of the sun. That wounded part of us or that archetypal wounded self is actually getting infused with the heat and the light and the warmth of the sun. This is a really good thing. So it's a positive thing to go back and review, like, where have I been hurt? What did I make into a truth because of what I experienced? And is that really true? The only way that I can get the blood flow happening again in those parts of my psyche is to go back in, to open that up and say, what really happened here? Because the further I distance myself from it, the more kind of stagnant it becomes, the easier it is for stagnancy to happen. And when the lights, the sun and moon shine upon something, we get to witness it. And the moon is opposing Chiron as the sun and Chiron come together And it feels like there is this kind of brilliance, this conscious awareness shone on something that we need to understand. And it feels like there is some circulation that's happening in a place that was stagnant for too long. And that is a good thing. It's just that like a massage, it can be a little painful, like, ah, that's a lot. (laughs) But, you know. It's good. I know I know I need to work on it. All right. That's the full moon. That's the major thing of this week. The other stuff that's happening is Mercury is moving into Taurus on Monday and it's going to make a square to Pluto on Monday. I would expect a couple of deep revealing conversations on Monday, maybe even a power struggle or two. On Wednesday, Mercury goes on to sextile Saturn. This is lovely. It's great. It helps us to make a long-term plan. Then Sun Chiron full moon happens. Full moon happens at 9.34 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. So for everybody that's not on Pacific time, it's actually happening on Thursday, maybe the wee hours, maybe into the day. Also on Wednesday, Mercury and the North Node come together. So this feels like a really important or pivotal message. Basically, there's a lot of conversations that happen this week that feel important, poignant, pungent, maybe sometimes. And by Friday, Mercury makes a sextile to Mars, which feels really triumphant. And at the same time, Venus makes a sextile to Neptune, which feels very romantic and lovely and ideal. So after the full moon happens, it feels like there's something really poetic and really helpful and that maybe even feels like a win. So I guess what I'm saying is it seems like it works out well. We'll see. Did I say that on Wednesday, Mercury makes a conjunction to the North Node? If I didn't, it does. And that brings about a kind of faded kind of conversation. So the conversations feel very important this week. It feels like we're getting information that is necessary. There's a lot of quick conversations. It feels like there's a lot moving really fast with this full moon. And the full moon will tend to kind of speed things up. 
So the main point is that the full moon is going to articulate or highlight or bring something about that's going to help us understand how to heal the thing. How do we heal this thing? Chiron and the word is contains the word Cairo, which is hands. Chiropractors are people that do adjustments with their hands. So think of this as an adjustment. Think of this as a realignment in your life in some way, shape, or form. Think of the areas of your chart that contain both Aries and Libra. We talk about that at length in your reading this week on the Chani app. So go check that out. And look, think of this week as the medicine you need and do everything you can to be proactive about it. Drink your water, get to bed early, make that healing appointment, get out into nature, do what helps you come back into alignment, right? Think about how you're out of alignment a little bit, or like scan, like where might I be? And what could I do to just kind of like shift back in? Sometimes it's that easy. It's just like this little tiny realignment. And then the energy can flow and the blood can come back in and healing can happen. It can be that simple. I believe it. I believe it. Thank you all so much for leaving reviews in the app store. We read all of them. I want to share one with you. It's called Feeling the Resonance. I've always been pretty skeptical about astrology because it always reads to me as canned, artificial, and too otherworldly. Then again, I really wanted to be an astronomer when I was a kid. After following the free readings for a few months, I'm feeling like my readings are literally spot on. It's eerie, actually. Now I'm using the app to organize my morning ritual and guide how I'm showing up in my life and business. It's so fun. Sending you lots of love. Many blessings. Bye for now.